Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Rally. I am Jordan Hall, and as always, I am joined by the dynamic Joe Fordyce. And we are super, super pumped to be joined by the Scott Hartnell. Scott, how is the offseason treating you and your family? The offseason's been wonderful. Uh, you know, we got three uh, three young kids, and they're just running around, I think, behind me. Um, <laughs> there's one that comes right now, Wes. I'm doing something. Okay, buddy? And, uh, yeah, just enjoying the summer up here in uh, Western Canada. And, and uh, yeah, just been watching some of the Flyers moves and, and uh, you know, hoping for uh, you know, a new coach, new everything, and uh, hoping for a good start to the season. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I love it. Yeah, uh, speaking of the new coach, the man in charge, you played for him, Scott. What do you think of John Tortorella, and do you think he could be a fit here in Philadelphia? I, I think it's going to be terrific. It's going to be uh, great for us to listen to the post-game pressers uh, that he has uh, a good win or a bad loss. It's going to be interesting for us, but... Uh, you know, all, all kidding aside, uh, you know, he, he demands that uh, uh, you come to, to work every day, come to the rink, be a pro, uh, you know, work your tail off. Uh, you know, there's no excuses. You're, uh, you're, you have to play the right way. And, and being uh, coached by him in the past, you know, uh, uh, it's tough. It's, it's mentally it's tough. Physically, it's, it's so demanding. I can't wait to watch uh, a training camp this year. Uh, the boys getting into shape. You better come into camp in shape uh, because you're going to be uh, a loss behind, uh, a few steps behind. So uh, I think just his, his demeanor, his uh, demanding of, of the right things to do is going to be huge for an organization that, uh, you know, I think has been lost for a few years. Yeah. Scott, when you and I had talked about um, Tortorella before the hire during the season, uh, you had mentioned about how he just changed the culture from top to bottom. And it didn't matter if you were a first line player, a, an equipment manager, a trainer, and it didn't matter what. And during his introductory press conference, I asked him about that and referenced what you had said. Yep. And he kind of agreed that this team needed a bit of a uh, – a culture change. He didn't like the term culture, but he essentially agreed with the premise. How in need of fixing and sort of a complete overhaul in terms of culture do you think this franchise is in need of? Well, it's, you know, you look at Columbus and the shape that they were in uh, before John Tortorella, right? Uh, you know, even that season that uh, he came in, uh, we lost the first eight games and, you know, he came in and he, you know, just you could tell that he had the room. He has a presence. Uh, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but when he comes in there, he, he's he just demands that you respect him. You respect everyone around. Everyone's uh, got to respect the way that you come to work every day. And and it was it was shocking. And I and I like I said to you too, Joe. I wish I would have had John Tortorella as a 22 year old, uh, as a 24 year old, to learn to play the right way. You know, no coach uh, ever sat me out for a bad penalty. Um, anything like that it was you know within a few weeks where you know i took a stupid penalty at the end of the game it cost us and and you know i did i didn't play the next game i was upset i was irate i went in we kind of 
blew our heads off at each other. And, and I was in the next game after I sat out and, and I was like, wow, I, sh I should have learned that lesson when I was 20 years old. And, you know, I think for these young kids and how young the Flyers are and, and they got some good young developing talent, it, it's going to be uh, a good for them in their careers. Right. And, and he wants everyone to succeed. He's not there to rip on anybody, but, you know, he will when the time's right. But he wants everyone to join together, uh, you know, to go in the same path and, and, uh, to develop these young kids to come, you know, huge pros and make big money because he, he wants that from everybody. Yeah, Scott, that, that's a really great story. And, I, and I'm sure you've been asked probably a thousand times for John Tortorella's stories. But was that the moment or was there another moment where it kind of sunk in for you that this guy is really demanding, but he has your best interest in mind? Uh, yeah, you know, he's... Uh... You know, some would say set his ways or whatever. And one one other funny story, I was uh, in Toronto. I had a bad first few shifts. And, you know, he kind of, there, there's video of it. He came, came up to me on behind and he said, uh, whispers to me, he's like, hey, Scotty, he goes, you got one more shift. And other than that, you're going to be piped. You're going to be on the bench, right? And so I was like, you know, I knew I had a few bad shifts and I was just trying to get my legs going. And, you know, sure enough, went on the forecheck, hit somebody, passed it up to the point, went to the net. Uh, uh, Alex Wenberg tipped it in and, and got back to the bench. He gave me a big pat on the back. He's like, "Atta boy, I knew you had it in you." And it was—it's you know those little challenges, those little subtle you know hints or whatever it is, little pushes on the back to to get engaged and get playing. And you know that was one of many where um, you know we saw eye to eye on that one, eye, eye to eye on that one. But you know, in other ones, uh, you know, maybe it didn't work out quite so well. <laughs> so Scott, um, John said to Jordan last week in an interview about how he was unhappy uh, about some of the things that have been said about some of the players, some of the signings. He referenced Tony D'Angelo by name and said, you know, basically he'd rather have a guy that's going to do some stupid things as opposed to a choir boy. So when the coach, before he ever coaches a game, says that and makes clear that he's going to have his players back um, when it comes to what's being said about them, what does that do for players that are kind of uh, still waiting to really see what this guy is all about when they get to training camp in September? Yeah, well, I, I know for a fact he's had conversations with a lot of the guys and what he expects from them and, you know, the role that they're going forward. And obviously roles change all the time. So, uh, you know, Tony D'Angelo, he was a little bugger to play against, uh, you know, my last couple of years. He was annoying. He was uh, – I'm like, who is this little guy, you know? And then he, he's developed a, he had a little rough patch there in New York. But, you know, last year was a heck of a year. And, and you give this guy, you know, not the freedom to do whatever he wants, but he can make plays. He's got a big shot. And you need personalities on a team. I, I truly believe that. You can't have, you know, 20 of the same guys that come in, put their head down, go to work. you got to have guys like a Kevin Hayes that, you know, make the room fun. Uh, you, you, the hockey is fun. It's still a game, right, at the end of the day. And, and you need those guys to – um, you know, uh, draw from their different experiences and everything like that and, and uh, make it enjoyable, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, a training camp is, is not enjoyable under to John Tortorella, uh, you know, so you need to make the most of it and have fun with it. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure we'll, up the, we'll be up there watching these guys just uh, absolutely get bagged. But, you know, by, it, you know, game 10, game 20, he lightens up the skating because you're already in good shape. But uh, by in third periods of games, they're going to have the legs to beat these teams and outskate these teams and outwork these teams. And, and you've seen it in Columbus when he came in. It was uh, it took a while to get going, but uh, Columbus Blue Jackets were a really hard uh, team to play against for 30 minutes or six, 60 minutes, sorry. And you can see this, well, even last year, the, all the collapses the Flyers had. <laughs> uh, maybe, they, may, maybe they were a little bit out of shape. Yeah. 
Yeah, can you give us a glimpse, Scott, of what training camp is like under John Tortorella? I know it's a lot of skating, but can you maybe give us a glimpse of exactly what goes into it? Well, it's it's more probably mental, uh, miserable in your own head, right? Because you know you're going to get bag skated. You know, like it's it's a you know forty minute bag skate. You take off your equipment. Uh, you go do a workout in the gym, and then you got to put on your wet, gross, yeah, stinky equipment again. You know you. Your skates are wet and new socks. You're trying to scramble around to, to feel comfortable. And then you got to go play a two 20-minute period against your teammates, uh, you know, battling the corners. And, you know, one quick story about that. It was uh, the, the first, the only training camp that I did because uh, I only played two years with them. But, um, you know, we're just kind of getting a feel of it. It's your first, like, game in all summer long, right? And you're still trying to impress them. And no one was hitting. It was, you know, a very soft game out there for the first few minutes. And, towards game we were scrambling down the stairs because he was upstairs watching with Yarmo uh the GM there gets on the ice calls everyone over and he's not in these words but he said he's like that's a bleep bleep the softest you know few minutes of this he's like he's like I will sit here for an hour and beg you guys if you guys don't start hitting don't start forechecking you know he just we wanted to see you know and that was like that was day one of training camp and and so we started the game over he's like put those five minutes back on the clock and we're already bagged anyway right and it was uh, I was on left wing. Cam Atkinson was on the uh, uh, the other team's right wing, and we won the draw. D to D up to me to chip it in, and Atkinson just blows me up, blows me up on the ice, and I'm like, and then I started flashing red too. So I'm I get up and get on the forecheck. I buried you know one of his defensemen, and and you know I could see up there he's probably like, "Atta boy, Arcy, Atta boy, Cam." That's more like it, you know. So everyone follows suit with that, and and so it ended up being a you know we were so tired, but it was end up being a, a physical you know, a little scrimmage and, and that's, that's what he wanted. And the next time, the next day we did the same thing. It was, it was a battle from the dro- uh, puck drop. That's awesome. So Scott, the four years that, that Tortorella was in Columbus, I think it, they made the playoffs every year. So I think you could definitely say he got more out of that team that than necessarily maybe the roster showed on paper. So when you look at this team, I look at a guy like Travis Konechny, and I think even Travis would agree his last two seasons probably have not been they've not been what he wanted to see. They've not been what the Flyers wanted to see. So do you expect a guy like him to flourish under Tortorella, considering he sort of specializes in getting more out of guys than maybe some other coaches would? Yeah, no, I think that's going to be one of his protégés, too. And, and uh, I'm sure they've already talked and what what he expects him to coming into training camp. I'm not sure if he was in the best shape uh, last year, right? And that maybe, you know, showed in those first 15, 20 games when he uh, really wasn't playing, uh, you know, that great. And and the one for, thing for TK, you know, if I was talking to him or a teammate or I'm sure Torres is going to say it to him, is just being more consistent. He's he's a pretty good player, you know, some of the time, but he needs to do that all the time. And, and uh, you know, the end of the season, he was great, but it's pretty easy to play when, you know, there's nothing going on and, uh, you know, the, the points really don't matter in the standings, the wins and losses don't. But um, so I think for him, it's just, it's, it's being in shape. It's, it's coming in and playing the same, the proper way every, every game. And I think for, for TK, that'll help the, the Flyers obviously win games and, and he'll flourish even more as a hockey player. So that, that's the one thing for me. Scott, shifting gears a little bit towards free agency, I think, <clears throat> Johnny Gaudreau was the biggest topic in Flyers land uh, when free agency rolled around. You know, the team didn't get him. Did you Did you feel like maybe that was a missed opportunity to bypass on him? Like, obviously, I know it wouldn't have been easy to acquire him, but how did you feel about them saying no to Johnny Gaudreau and basically, you know, moving forward with what they have? 
Yeah, you know, I'm sure they uh, were in on talks. I don't know if they uh, were, you know, so in or not or whatever. I'm sure there's a lot of teams that have made an inquiry to see if uh, they're able to get them. And, you know, sometimes you're stymied by, you know, some contracts that you have that you, you really can't move or, or do anything to move them. So, you know, it's 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 too bad you to – uh, not get a 115-point guy in the NHL, uh, you know, an all-star. However, however many times he's been to uh, to lead that offense is is tough to swallow. But uh, you know, the Flyers are uh, you, you got to live with what happened. I guess you know, I think he shocked everyone going to Columbus, and and uh, you know, they're gonna obviously be a, a lot better for for having him and Jake Voracek and Line and those guys, uh, you know, ditching to each other. So it's gonna be a, a scary team over there, but. Uh, it is what it is. You, you gotta you gotta deal with it. And and uh, the Flyers, I look at their roster, and there's a lot of young guys that have potential, like huge potential upside. So I'm looking forward to see how you know the lineups shake out and and uh, the deep pairings. And you know, hope Ryan Ellis is back uh, uh, healthy. I haven't heard much from him, uh, but uh, Tony D'Angelo, Provi, you know, him getting back to his uh, uh, you know All Star years that he had early in his career. So uh, you look at it, it's like a lot of what ifs. And you know, there's 25 other teams that are saying the, the same thing. You need your young guys to progress. You need the chemistry to fit right off the bat. You can't have any, you know, 10 game losing streaks and not two of them. That's for sure to make the playoffs. So, uh, you know, all that, all that said and done, you just, you don't know how it's going to play out, but you just want to compete and work. And, and that's what Flyers fans want. want. So I'm, I'm excited for that. So Scott, with what I said earlier about Columbus, there was a team that really didn't have a superstar on the roster when Torts was there, you could say the same about this Flyers team. So do you think he is kind of the perfect type of coach for a team that has the roster that the Flyers have right now? Yeah, I think he's, he's going to lead by, by having a, an identity, right? And I think the Flyers didn't have an identity, especially, especially last year. And, you know, to, you know, obviously they're going to be hardworking. They're going to be defensive minded, but you know, he doesn't want to take the, uh, the sticks out of the players' hands. He wants them to be creative. He wants them to do their things. You know, hiring Brad Shaw, uh, what an absolute great hire he has been. He, he was so dialed in. He's such a good talker. He's so smart, uh, getting the most out of the defensive guys. And, and you know, I think that's going to be huge for – that's that's one thing that's been lacking is is solid D and knowing, you know, who which guy you got and the structure of that. So uh, bringing him in as well is going to be great for, for the young defenseman because he can – uh, just relate to him. He's played the game, and and uh, you know, especially he's he's been with Torts uh, for for a long time too. So it's nice to see that those two guys uh, reconnect, and uh, looking forward to seeing him again. Yeah, Scott, I'm curious to see how you feel about this season coming up. Do you see it more as a year that the team might go through some growing pains, or do you think they can compete and and vie for a playoff spot? Uh, I think they're going to be competitive. You know, yeah. I don't know if it's a stretch to say they're going to make the playoffs. You know, I was kind of high on them the last two years, and and uh, you know, I think the last two years, whether seven two and or seven three and two or whatever, and I'm like, oh, this is the year. And then they they obviously tank. So uh, I don't want to get too excited on the on the TV this year with Taryn and and Al saying, oh, this is the this is the year, and then they tank it. But uh, yeah, I think they're going to be right there. And you know, when you have a power play that's below ten percent. I uh, have a PK that's, you know, worse than, you know, almost 70%. All those things have to go up. And, and you add that D'Angelo, hopefully Ellis is healthy. Couturier, Hayes, he'll be healthy this year. Coots will be healthy. Uh, so those guys, you know, working the half wall, working in front of the net, working down low, 
Uh, penalty kill is obviously going to be huge, and, and they need an uplift, uptick in that as well to to get where you want to go. So I think it's how bad of a season last year. You can only get better, and if you get better in those stats, especially, and, and you block shots like Torts will, will make those guys do, you know, you're going to keep the puck out of your net more often. And uh, you know, Carter Hart will have a better year for that because he's not stopping as many pucks and he's not giving up so many breakaways or two on one. So all these little things combined, you you kind of add all up and. You know, you have a crystal ball. Is it going to make them go in the playoffs? Maybe. Who knows? Yes. Uh, you know, I'd like to say yes for sure. But, uh, you know, it's about these guys developing and, and taking their careers to the next level because that's that's the only way that you're going to get uh, even closer to the playoffs So these guys take that next step in, in uh, their careers personally. Scott, last one for me. And uh, you, you had mentioned to me last year when we would be working – how you wish you had Tortorella and you mentioned it earlier in this podcast yep. that when you were say like 22 years old. So if you were talking to a guy like Joel Farabee or Cam York or guys who are around that age now, what would you tell them about John Tortorella to open their eyes to appreciate what they might not appreciate on their own at that age? Well, I, I think Torres loves conflict. Uh, I shouldn't say loves it, but, you know, if you're not happy in the what ice time that you're getting, you know, he's got an open door policy. Come talk to me. I'll tell you why you're not playing. I'll tell you why, you know, you missed the game. He's because you've done this and this and this. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's you know, I'm sure there'll be some scratches where we'll be like, you know, I can't believe they, you know, scratched Cam Atkinson because he's done that in Columbus, right? And, and uh, you know, for when Cam gets back in the next day, he, you know, he's going to be flying and buzzing and, and, that, and that's just the way that he rolls, right? And and uh, so, you know, don't be a brown noser and go into his office and, and say stuff that you're not going to do or pour out there on the ice uh, in practice and every day. Just, just, you know, be yourself. Be a, If you're a funny guy, TK's a funny guy, be that guy. But when you're on the ice, don't, you know, don't let it go this way. Make sure you're you're on the same uh, same path as everyone else on the team. So it's, it's uh, uh, yeah, put in your work, do your things. If you're a, a Cam York, you're a skilled defenseman up in the ice, don't, don't just play defense because that's not your game. He wants those guys to be up in the ice. He wants them to create offense. Yeah, you need to score goals in this league to win games. So uh, he's not trying to uh, stifle anyone. He, he wants everyone to, to take steps, and that's uh, if you're an offensive guy, go do it. You're going to have some rest of your game. It's it's going to be okay. Those guys got the legs to get back. So it's, uh, uh, it, it's a fine line, but it'll be fun to watch these guys kind of grow as a team. And, and uh, uh, when I say team, it's, it's all in on the ice, off the ice, uh, you know, wives, girlfriends, everything. It's, it's going to be uh, – uh, you need everyone involved and everyone on the same page. And, and uh, Torres is a great leader in that, in that respect. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing all the, uh, all the stuff that happens. I can't wait for training camp. <laughs> Not doing it, just watching it and up there with a the coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, this was terrific. Uh, I think before you know it, we'll be seeing you back in Philly and, and be ready to go for the season. But thank you so much for your insight and uh, glad you're having a great offseason as well. Thanks, George. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks Scott. Scott. Yeah. Flyers Talk is brought to you by Great Railing. Stop into Great Railing for the highest quality and lowest prices on all your railing, decking, and fencing needs. Always love talking to Scott Hartnell. Not only do I think he really knows the game, obviously, but a terrific storyteller. And I don't think Tortorella's stories ever get old in my mind, Joe. Joe, what was your biggest takeaway from Scott joining us and just all the stuff you had to say on John Tortorella? Well, I enjoyed the story about Cam Atkinson laying him out of practice and then <laughs> getting Scott. It, it's, it gives you a glimpse of the tactical nature of the coaching that 
we're going to see with John Tortorella. Um, the other thing, when I asked them about it, it came to me the other day that Travis Konechny is probably a type of player that really we're going to see what he's made of under John Tortorella. And um, Scott mentioned, I think he's going to be one of his protégés. And, and I would agree. Um, to me, that's the kind of player that a, a coach like Tortorella will will hone in on, will kind of uh, have his sights set on because he knows the potentials there. We've seen the guy score over 20 goals. Um, and then we've seen, I mean, I guess you would call it the regression of the past two seasons. Um, and you know Tortorella sees that and says, I can get more out of this guy. Yeah. Um, so, and maybe he'll end up better than he's ever been. Um, if anybody's going to get that out of him, I think this is the coach that's going to get that out of him. So that that is definitely one of the big takeaways, I would say, from what Scott had to say there. Um, you know, and and just the 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 whole idea of the identity, um, because this team has really been lacking any identity to me since they lost to the Islanders in the in the Toronto bubble. The, the the identity has seemed to, I mean, yeah, you, you, you Claude Giroux for a good part of the season last year, but once it got to a certain point, I think we all knew that that Claude Giroux's days were numbered with the Flyers, so that identity sort of started to go away, and then of course he gets traded, and now what? Um, so this is the identity. I mean, it starts with John Tortorella, and. You know, I'm just waiting to see what the how the identity translates to on the ice. Yeah, it's why camp will be so crucial. Uh, obviously, camp is crucial every single year. But when you have a new coach in house and you're trying to actually form an identity, that now's the time to do it. Uh, is in camp, and I'm sure John Torrell is going to have competition clicking on all cylinders. That that first practice story is just incredible. It's incredible that he stopped it. And, and came downstairs to challenge them. And then suddenly Scott Hartnell and Cam Atkinson, who are buddies, are trying to hit each other. <laughs> it's just tremendous stuff. But uh, that's what John Torella does. And I think, yeah, Joe, I yeah, I really think they believe that Tortorella can get more out of Konechny. Brad Shaw can get more out of Ivan Provrov and Rasmus Ristolainen and uh, so on and so forth. They probably believe there's some untapped potential here. As much as people want to joke that there's not a ton of talent in Philadelphia – there is. There are some players here that I think management and uh, and ownership believe there's far more potential. And uh, John Tordell is a guy I can get definitely more out of guys. And we'll have to see if he can do that. And I think, too, um, what Scott mentioned, and then I asked him about it, and when we had Cam Atkinson on, I asked him about it, too. This whole idea that I wish I had John Tortorella when I was, you know, 21 years old, 22 years old, which Scott has mentioned several times. Cam had him when he was 21 and 22. So now he's teammates with some of these younger guys that will have him when they're in their early 20s. So I think it'll be interesting to have perspective from a veteran who also had Tortorella when they were in their early 20s so that maybe some of that stuff that uh, where – frustration could boil over with some of the younger guys they could go to a guy like Atkinson and he could kind of explain his weight like you're going to appreciate that this down the line trust me right um type of thing so I, I do think that's a very interesting dynamic with this team 
that you have guys who have gotten toward are now getting Tortorella. Well, you have a guy who are is now getting Tortorella as a veteran who also had him when he was a very young player. Yeah, you really have to think him. Atkins is going to be a vital buffer between player and head coach. How does he do things? Um, hey, should I go into his office and seek him out here? Should I should I do this differently in practice? All those things, I think Cam Atkinson will be a really important person for the Flyers. And I'm fascinated, Joe, just, just to see how people adapt to John Tortorella, young players and veterans. It sounded like Tortorella has an open-door policy, according to Scott. Will, will he react differently with veteran players? Will he react differently with younger players? How will he seek them out, or will he expect them to seek him out? That stuff, I think, could uh, take time to develop. Uh, and I wonder how John Torello will adapt. Will he be a different coach now at 64 compared to his days maybe in Columbus or in New York or in Vancouver, Tampa? Uh, I think I'm just fascinated to see how that will all kind of come up, come into form here. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know that you're going to get the guy that went head-to-head with Ken Hitchcock when he was <laughs> with Tampa and the, the shut your yap and all that stuff. I'm not sure you're going to get that, but – It'll be interesting, yeah. And and you never know; you may get it. it. It all depends what happens. But that certainly, that is certainly one of the more. If you bring up John Tortorella's name in Philadelphia, say before he got hired by the Flyers, the first thing everyone thinks of is "Shut Your Gap." Yeah, which is just an iconic soundbite during their uh, 2004 Eastern Conference Final series with the Flyers, where uh, went to seven games, a heated battle. Of course, the Lightning go on to win the Stanley Cup, and that's uh, that's John Tortorella's uh, uh, Stanley Cup win as a head coach was that year, which uh, came at the expense of the Flyers in the conference finals. Yep, and I'm not saying this because I'm biased, but I really think fans should be pumped for Flyers post game live because you're going to get John Tortorella sound bites every show, and then you're going to get a guy like Scott Hartnell who played for him reacting to those sound bites, kind of giving us you know, the rundown of, hey, here's what he means here. Here's what he's trying to do. I just think it's going to be awesome. Joe, I know you're pretty excited for it too. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? There's go- A guy like Tortorella is definitely savvy enough to use the media to yep. get messages across. And then we're going to have a guy in studio like Scott who can decipher some of that having been through uh, a couple of years with uh, with Torts in, in Columbus. So it should be very good. Should be some very entertaining shows, uh, win or lose. Absolutely. And that's not to mention Taryn driving the whole thing. And of course, having Al Morgani in uh, to provide his insight, uh, Hall of Fame insight, that is as well. So should be a blast. By the way, and Al, Al called Tortorella uh, almost right away after Elaine Vigneault um, was let go. He he said John Tortorella is going to uh, likely going to be the next head coach of this team. And he could, just talked about how they needed a guy like him. So um, definitely looking forward to it. That's awesome. Not surprised at all that Al called that one. Uh, but awesome stuff. Joe, thanks so much as always. Great having Scott. Thank you to Scott as well. Hope he's doing great. And Joe, you as well. And a big thank you to Ben Berry, our podcast producer and guru, for always being flexible with our time. And Flyers fans, of course, as always, thank you for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast presented by Great Railing. Wherever you get your podcast, please rate and listen. And we can't wait to talk to you next time. Look around. 
You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.